to Hellas Footy Podcast, episode 31. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Nico, how are you? Good. Uh, no need for the formalities this week. Big no, episode. Massive episode. Massive. That's it. Absolutely massive. Steve? Um, well, I have people beeping at each other outside because it's early morning here in the UK. Um, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Uh, you like the Beatles or something? They're beeping trying to get your attention? Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> there's just too many people outside. I can't talk to all of them at once. Oh, well, they're just telling, telling them to get a ticket. And uh, mm. back by popular demand, the Californian Colopedo. Anthony, how are you? Good, man. I'm happy to be here. You know, it's one o'clock in the morning, but... 1 a.m., that's making, a trooper. You make it work. That's all right. Thanks for how, being here. I'm sorry to cut you. How did you think of that in your head? What, the Californian <laughs> Colopedo? Because he's, he's a bit of a... He likes to go fishing. Uh, you yeah, know, I love, we're, we're, I'm a fisherman. He loves going fi- on Twitter, mind you. And uh, I love fishing for Gabri. So, and uh, you know, he's from California. He's a Colopedo, so it just makes sense. I like it. I like it. That's going to catch on. <laughs> it is. It's a great nickname, and it's all love as well. So there's no malice yeah. in it. Um, but we'll get started now, guys. Uh, Greg unfortunately can't make it. Michael can't make Michael. it. But there's, um, you know, Anthony makes up for uh, lost time being back on. So we'd love to get his opinion on all things uh, Greek football. Anyway, moving on. The big, probably the big start to the week or end of the week, sorry, we should say. Bulk, um, continuing on in their European journey, breaking records um, with regards to Greek clubs. Uh, 2-1 winners away from home over Ghent. Goals to Crespo and Augusto was uh, with a goal in between to Ghent to De Piotre. Now, um, 3-1 winners in aggregate score. Yeah, so they go through into the uh, final 16 of the Conference League, which is a massive achievement um, and you know, for Greek football and a massive congratulations to Balk. Uh, the club, they're on a bit of a roll there. Um, but we'll go back to the game. Nico, how did you see this one? Uh, as, as you said, Bulk are on a massive roll now, even in, in the league as well. They're, they're, yeah. they're, their season all of a sudden has really picked up. And this is this time 12 months ago, what were we saying about this conference league? This is this is our level for great clubs, and hopefully one of them seizes the bloody opportunity and, and makes a deep run. And full respect, full credit to Bulk because they are. Yeah, look. Uh, as for the game itself, they, they had the slender 1-0 lead from Dumba to take to Belgium. They're under the pump uh, for large spells like, after taking the lead. Mm. Uh, one nil, when they took that one nil lead, of all people, Crespo. Yes. For me, it's a little because this guy played for Villa in our relegation season and only featured like for 45 minutes in his whole Villa career. But he's been <laughs> a bulk for like for years now, like four or five years. Yeah. Probably straight time. straight after you guys, eh? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And yeah. he's pretty much made made a career for himself there and he scored. And then bulk, as I said, were under the pump. So credit to them for being resolute, hanging on and and nicking it, getting because it went one all, then they nicked it. Yeah, look, seven shots on target to get to uh, and their bowl, striker against. So I think that was the one that played. I think played for Huddersfield in the Premier League. Uh, that's him. De Piotre. De... Yeah, what's the first name? I think it's Martin. Uh, Laurent. No, maybe. It's, uh, maybe. No. I don't know. There's a guy that uh, Vadis or Gija of Olympiakos, yeah, yeah. So he, yes, there's about the, uh, five six years ago at Olympiakos. Yeah. He yeah. he came in and flopped hard. Yeah. I remember. That's yes. right. Yeah, he was bad for us. That was the year I think Marinakis just went in and just put a broom right through the whole team, eh? 
Yeah, he got yeah. rid of like 40 players at the end of just the season. Bang. He was one of them. I, yeah. And I remember, just going, just sidetrack, I just remember we the steal of the century was, I forgot the striker's name, but we got six million off him from some Chinese club. Anyway, yeah, stick on me about. Oh, um, Brown. 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 Yeah, 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 Brown. Good player. Yeah, Brown. Good player. No, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, don't worry about Olympia. Um, Bulk. No, um, now it's a dream scenario because this is what you want. You want big clubs deep in the competition coming to Greece, and this is what we're going to get. We're going to be yes. in for a treat. So, uh, we said they had a good chance against Ghent, but they're massive underdogs against Marseille. Huge. So they're playing but Marseille. crazy yeah. to rule them out. You, I'm not ruling them out. No, no, you should never rule them out. It's it's a massive game. Um, the, the beauty of the situation here that I see it is Marseille might be looking at this as a bit of a downgrade for them, this yeah. competition, whereas Greek clubs are like, well, this is our golden opportunity. This is the furthest a Greek club has gone in Europe since Panathinaikos in the UEFA Cup 20 uh, 19, years. 20 years ago. 20 oh, years. Yeah, 20 yeah. years. 20 years. Which is so. mind-boggling because I thought Olympiacos at least once had a Europa League quarterfinal appearance in there about maybe 8, 10, 12 years ago. But yeah, no. We had opportunities and never seized them. But um, nope. it doesn't matter. Uh, first game is in Greece. Um, that's massive. They, they need to be in front. You know, With the gonna, crowd, they, they need to be in front. Yeah, look, it, it's going to be a huge game on the 15th of April. Um, so it'll be one, one of the one. biggest in their history. It's going to be great, yeah. and I think, to be honest, I mean, Anthony, what do you reckon? You're, you know, you got the bowl connections with your grandfather. Um, yeah. Do they stand? I mean, they have to win at home for them to progress. They have to win at home, I think. Um, I mean, and that's no, you know, not me putting anywhere, but oh, yeah, that's yeah, everyone's yeah. going to say that. You know, I agree. It's <laughs> I don't pay much attention to the French league, but I know Marseille is a, second a, at the moment. I think. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. They're second in, in the league. That's better than Greek, the Greek league, but that's going to be huge. And I agree with what Nick was saying. This is Falk's biggest game in, in probably the, the modern era, like the last 10, 15 years. The reason I said that, Andoni, you think, Panathinaikos, we've had countless, probably the most of all great clubs, European runs, deep runs. Olympiakos have had runs. I had the odd run. Falk, we never really talk about it. No, they've Bulk, had memorable Bulk, Bulk European was, wins. Yeah, they've had Bulk was always. Bulk was always the, I mean, no disrespect to them to this season, but they've always been the, 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 the not the, yeah, the laughing, I guess you can say yeah. the laughing stock that, of Europe. That, that, that win in Belgium yeah. was unbulk like. Yeah, so the way now that they've taken over, you know, you've got to give the club full credit, full um, credit. especially mm-hmm. considering the way they started the season as well and and, and uh, how they're going in the in the league, which is... Uh, it was a good squad on paper. You Olympiacos fan shake as well. No, uh, no. Nah, nah. It's never over till it's over. There's a, after the break, there's some big matches coming up, so it'll be safe. But look, you know, well done to uh, Bulk. Um, happy for their fans, happy for the club, and, um, you know, it, hopefully uh, they have a great run and they, they put the good foot forward against the uh, the French of Marseille. The, the one player that Marseille still rely on, he was oh, yeah. a... Yeah, and he, he's in his late he's old 30s. Now. He's yeah. old now. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's late 30s, but he's old. So they still rely on him. So from what I've seen, and I could be wrong. So if any French, uh, I know Elaine, uh, who's part of our Hellas footy team, is a mad Marseille fan as well. But he's, uh, you know, we asked him the question actually, and he said he's going to sit on the fence and um, be a neutral. But you know, 
He wants Bulk he to win. Bulk to win. <laughs> but he wants Bulk to win as well. He so wants Bulk to win. I didn't, that didn't make sense. But maybe if you translate it in French, it does. So, uh, yeah, good yeah. luck to good luck to him. Um, we'll, we'll obviously talk about that game uh, closer to when it happens. Uh, the split league, that finally kicked off as well. So, in Greece, uh, the first round of the relegation split or the playouts, whatever you want to call them. Um, went down with um, Orphi going down 3-2 at home to Ionikos then. You know, yeah, considering, game. Yeah, considering Orphi at one stage thought they were in the top half of the table, um, maybe that's been a bit of a downer for them. But you know. That's played a role in this, I think, because it was a slow start. And they're thinking, what are we doing here? It was last second, Bas got their points back. And here we are, pretty much as we've been saying all season, playing for nothing. Yep. And Yonikos have been have had this in them all season and they raced out to an early lead. Yeah, well, they got into a 3 0 lead. That's right. Um, Ramal, Migas, and Gomez in the 45th minute. Now, they pulled one back just before half time as well. So it was 3 1 at half time. Uh, Dermashai pulled one back in the 56th minute and that's all she wrote in that game. So Yonikos still pulling results when it matters um, and only uh, monumental collapse, I think, is going to see them. Oh, that'll be um, fine. That'll be fine. Even the others- I think they're relatively oh, safe now. Yeah. yeah, I think, again, a monumental collapse of sorts will uh, see them uh, be playing in the, not playing again in the top division. Um, Atromitos, Kuluris pulls one out um, at the death of the game. One nil winners over Bolon Smirnis in the 92nd minute. I think he's been on a bit of Bit of a run as well, banging goals for Kuluris there. Um, You know, the Chris Coleman uh, acquisition probably ended up working. He's been their player of the season, yeah. He's third joint top scorer now with El Arabi, so he's had a good season considering. It still spins me out that Clonaridis plays for... Papadopoulos, Papadopoulos isn't even there, but Clonaridis is actually getting game time now. I just remember he was the next best thing at one stage, and uh, that was a long time ago. It was a long time. That's why, and he's still, maybe ten and, years ago. And he's still young. He's, I think, he's barely thirty. Oh, he'd be uh, thirty now, I think. Yeah. Thirty years old. There you go. Um, Asteras two 0 winners over Volos away from home. Sito and um, Regis got the goals in the sixth, in the fifteenth and twenty fifth minutes uh, when it. 2-0 at halftime, lots of yellow cards, but uh, that's how it ended in that game. Um, and Panetolikos had their wings clipped um, at home. 2-1 winners, Lamia. Um, Manusos and Eleftheriadis in the 45th and 77th minute, and a Duarte goal for Panetolikos in the 82nd minute, but they couldn't get a winner or an equaliser, sorry, in that game there for themselves. Um, table. In that bottom half looks Asteras on top on 38 points, Ofi 37, Panetolikos 32, Volos 30, Onikos 29, um, Atromitos 26, Lamia 21, and Apollon Smirni 13. I think that's game over for them, don't you reckon, guys? Yeah. Because yeah. you look at all the teams just above yeah. them, they pretty much all won. Yeah, so yeah. there's not. Not much there. Hopefully, they can finish off their season. Um, it'll be interesting to see because it's been a they, disastrous season for them on and, all fronts. And they hired Dennis Bobis, so it'll be interesting to see if he's going to be there next season. And that's they what should. I'm, they probably should keep him. That's why he's thinking, had a lot of promotions. And that's why I'm thinking they brought him back. Yeah, you know, for the fiftieth time. Um, anyway, Thadume. Moving on to the top half, where all the uh, magic is supposed to um, happen there, gentlemen. 
Olympiakos, Stephen, had a one-all draw with Basianina. So El Arabi, just before halftime, got a goal there. Um, and in the 70th minute, sorry, Juan Perea equalised. And that's how it ended. Steve, not the result we were looking for. Well, I'll tell you what, George, that was the only bit of magic in that game. El, El Arabi's goal was a well-taking <laughs> well goal. Yeah. First half, we played okay. Didn't put our chances away. It looked as though we set up to hold the 1-0 lead and Yanina deserved the draw to be honest. Second half they played, they outplayed us. They got a chance from us from a poorly defended corner. Um, the crowd were really behind them as well. They were really happy with this result. Yeah. And look, the, a lot of people have questioned the officiating in this game, which was terrible. Some of the officiating decisions were rubbish, but that doesn't defend Olivia Augusta's performance. They didn't deserve to. We didn't deserve to win this game. And fair play to Yanni now. It's fully nah, deserved from them. No, it was um, it, the, the team just looks a bit out of sorts. I think the break might do them a world of good, hopefully. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a couple of players that were out with COVID, but there was still a strong side put out there. It's just interesting, yeah. Um, the, the, you can see Martins is now starting to rotate the defend, the central defenders with uh, Manolas coming off the bench, uh, Cissé starting, um, even though he came off in the 30th minute. Um, you know, Camaraz coming off at half time. It, it's just... Well, Cissé was injured initially yeah. and we thought it was something serious, but it's nothing, apparently. He's gone to his national team now. He's gone to play for Senegal so mm. it should be okay but I think it's just I think there's been a weird thing with the backline because Manolas is not a struggle for fitness Socrates a struggle for fitness he says in bar is not really getting a look in at times um yeah it, it's it's a weird it's a weird time for us at the moment um but I like you said the break should do some good yeah um and you know th th there are always positives to take we didn't lose um it was Martins Martins has become the most appearances of any manager for the club yes. ever. So a huge achievement yeah. for him. Yeah. Look, good. The break will be good. We'll see how they regroup afterwards. Any news on uh, Fortunis? It was Nothing that Nothing. I've heard of. Yeah, Not since no, he played for the B side. I imagine he'll probably yeah. come back at some point. I'm, I'm hoping after the, the after the break, he's at least being named in the squad. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Yeah. But we'll see how we go there. All right. Uh, moving on. Aris. Nil or with Panathinaikos, lots of yellow cards, lots of uh, again derbies, not really of a derby of sorts, but um, didn't live up to any of the hype. Antoni, how would you yeah, surprise this one, mate? Go going into it, I was a little bit worried, especially that I saw we were down, I think, what six ten. players, ten. seven, ten, ten, ten first. Ten. Not starters every week, but 10 first-team players. 10 first-team players. Okay, see, wow, it's even worse than I thought. But you're right. It's about yeah. six, seven regular starters like, that start every week. Yeah, so yeah, so six, seven regular starters that were out, and I was thinking, okay, wow. So last week's draw against Ike is going to be um, a big blow after we lose to Addis. But getting a 0-0 draw, I think that was good. Um, you know, it's a chippy game. Whenever we play Addis, they play us tough. Um and I just have to say Palacios has been really good. I feel like he's an outstanding professional. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about that. Uh, and I agree. I think he was a big pickup. And these are the types of players we should be getting. So Alafuzo spent some money in the summer. Uh, and we got we got the player that we needed right there, right? So let's, let's try to see that in some of the other positions. Thank God he's permanent. Thank God he's not alone. Thank uh, God he's permanent, yes. Nico, because, um, 
the full. I was petrified. So, I was petrified with his game, as for the reasons I'm doing. He said, "I, I, I predicted a three 0 artist walkover." Okay. The the formation I haven't seen you guys play. Yeah, we, we had to change things up. If you have a look at our squad, it was pretty much half of them were were fringe players, and there were a lot of academy. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 that have played in the B team. They played in the B team that have been bordering on a relegation battle in the second division. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came on, and he doesn't get any game time. So you yeah. know, you guys are struggling when. Um, yeah. Was it, yeah. Look, it was, you look at the strikers. Two out of the three were out. For example, uh, Brignoli's back in the side as well. Yeah, we said that, didn't we, last yeah. week? If that's going to happen, I, I yeah. thought he might have kept the this just because there's so many. Other changes in the squad. Yeah, no. It's we, we only had 39% possession in this game. But I, I, it doesn't matter. I like it. We were missing players. We stood our ground. We held firm. We restricted them to one shot on target. You did, yeah. And we, I think, had three. in terms of chances, yeah, I thought we had the better one. You did. You had more chances than them. Um, the better was, ones, yeah. Yeah, look, it was an interesting one just looking at the way um, Aik played. Didn't we say last week, what's the bet this ends nil all? Yeah, and in the bigger picture, both teams will be disappointed. Artis as well will be disappointed with the draw because Aik are just tanking it for yeah. for various yeah, yeah. reasons there. And we, we have to beat Artis in the second round of this at like a little four us have to. Yeah. Yeah, we so, have to beat them. Um we'll see. So um yeah, back into well, I mean they lost the game. They German Burgos uh is um Doing good, I guess, with his club there. Uh, last match of the round, um, another derby of sorts. Um, Aik hosted Bulk. Bulk got the biscuits there, 1-0 win. Uh, a call-out goal in the 50th minute. Uh, a lot of people actually thinking, you know, maybe Bulk would have been a bit... Um, I did. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. After, after the European mm-hmm. success, they would have come down and Aik yeah. would have uh, got them um, for the picking there, but it wasn't It wasn't to be... Um, yeah, that was actually a surprising result for me a little bit. I mean, well, I mean, maybe not surprising, but especially the way that Ike played us uh, at home yeah. last week, they were playing us hard, man. And, you know, going up against Bauk, playing at home, I thought they were going to put up a, a bigger fight. Maybe we were going to see a draw again. Yeah. But uh, a loss, I think that's just more credit to Bauk to just show that they've really turned it around this second half of the season. Yeah, I don't know what. It's a good side on paper, Bob. But you look at Aik. We, we've spoken at length about Atromitos in previous months about them being major disappointments. Mm. Aik's got to be close now for disappointment of the season. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think they they jumped the gun by second, and yeah. they jumped the gun by sacking their manager as well. Like the, yeah. I don't understand what they were thinking. And again, again, it goes back to their derby record, especially against Bob. Well, yeah. And every yeah. game's and a derby. every game's a derby now, so it's, yeah. It, it's it's yeah. Look, I don't know what what the go is with them, um, but they could probably you know deal with the break, enjoy the break as well. Um, that's coming up for them, and hopefully be able to regroup for the uh, for the final run of the season. Uh, looking at the table, Olympiacos are on sixty nine points, Bulk uh, fifty nine, Aik forty seven, Aris forty six, Panathinaikos. 44 Bassianina 41. Uh, just quickly, Stephen, should we be um worried as Olympiacos fans? I'm worried, but that's just how I am normally. Me um, too. That's me, <laughs> too. yeah. I think, look, it, looking at it from, from a kind of logical perspective, we should have enough to still you know clinch the title, but it's it is that it is kind of interesting how we were 15 points clear and it's suddenly going down to 10. So if Olympiagos are not careful and they 
you know, don't win the games that they need to be winning, Bale could catch up. They're in good form. They look yep. very confident. So, yep. I, yeah. I, th- I think the next time they play Bulk, um They're trying to get one of the games rescheduled against Olympiagos, actually, because of the European tie, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think something came out a couple of days ago with Bulk trying to do that, but, okay. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Well, the next game that uh, we the the next round of games is Olympiacos Aik. Um, if I'm correct, is I'm, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, because um, we've got Balk at home. Yeah, Parthenikos Balk yeah. and Aris Pasianin are there, so we can pretty much, you know, just uh, kill off Aik and, and and get a little mini competition happening so. between third, fourth, and fifth. There, I think I still think that's where it's at. I still think the title is done, and it's between it's it's at third, fourth, fifth. Yeah, um, and then after that, on the eleventh um, of the fourth is when Bulk host Olympiacos, so that'll be the big match. They, they would have yeah. to beat you guys home and away to get it down to four. Then there's six games remaining to overturn a four point deficit. Until it's uh, until unlikely, it's, uh, un- yeah. unlikely, because you guys will still pick up results. Yeah, look, the team, yeah. Was, the, the, the team, yeah, the, the hope is we're going to pick up results, whether they're wins or draws, and just keep picking up a point here and, and two, so three points. Eight games there. left now. Eight games left. Let's say they win both what, against eight, you guys. Eight games left. What's yeah. that, 20, 24 points on offer? Let's say they take six, six out of six against you guys, and there's only, what, six games left mm-hmm. for the four points. And Parthenikos is a tough one, so you can yeah. never really d- dictate the... Pro- Look, I think it's just uh, myself. I have to beat you guys home and away. And, until it's uh, official, <laughs> I'm shitting bricks. But um, yeah, that's why I'm hoping, sure, yeah. and that's why I'm hoping that the break does them a world of good anyway. There. So. And, and just as a side note, George, as well, they still haven't scheduled the Greek Cup semi-final, and that yeah. this is becoming an issue. How yeah, have they, they not have. scheduled this? When yeah. when is it going to get played? Well, you know, Falk is still in Europe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Remember a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going to end up playing it in fucking June or something. Well, the other se- the next season had almost started. Yes. When we have yeah. World Cup, when we have uh, sorry, uh, like European qualifiers for all the teams that reach that stage, when, and then play, when the, players have left and, and they con- it's yeah, exactly, and then t- players from this season, will, next season, won't be able to play. And uh, yeah. Yeah. speaking of, of all that, on a, on a different topic, the coefficient uh, probably deserves a mention. Well, how does that work? We're we're fifteenth. I'm saying I'm saying we're fifteenth. So if we maintain that, I believe we get an extra spot, not the next season, the one after. Yeah, that's correct. So that'll be for 23-24, having five great clubs again in Europe. So the coefficient is good for us. I think there's one more nation that's that could that could take us, unfortunately. Um, I think it's the Czech Republic. I'm not yes a hundred percent. I think if I remember. I know Elaine, Elaine put a uh, nice bit of uh, information out there the other day. So, um, yeah, so the coefficient ranking. Um, Bolt continue flying the Greek flag in Europe. Greece is 15th, uh, not too far away from Switzerland, 14th, who have no teams remaining. So the Swiss are gone, so we can catch them. Um, however, Czech Republic, who are 16th, and Norway, who are 20th, have a team left and both are in the quarterfinals as well. So if we look at it just as a whole, um, Switzerland are on 29,675 points with no teams, with no teams left. We're just one spot underneath them on 28,200. So 29,6, 20, a thousand points or something, whatever, 1,500 points. Bulk's going to need at least one win. And then we've got the Czech Republic uh, who are hot on our heels on 27,6. So they're 800 points behind us. 
and Norway who are on 26 seven. So it's really tight. Typically, it's always, you know, greaser. It's always, we can't get a little break because Belgium are on 30,000 points. They've got a nice little break there. So unless, unless Bale go on a nice run, I can't see us, I can see us maybe, maybe jagging 14th if Bale go on a nice run, but I think. Yeah, 14th is the ceiling. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, it's good. It's good. Hopefully, you know, we get more teams in Europe next year and there's no real reason why we can't look to be pushing into the uh, the higher, the higher, like the, the single digits, like around the, the 9, 10, 11, 12. So it's a good little run there for us. Uh, so we'll see how we go. Um, where are we now? So no Greek Cup yet. Well, guys, again, once we know, we'll share the news as well. Greeks abroad. Yoko Makis. Who wants to grab this one? Anthony. Yeah, Yakumakis, man, he's been he's been hitting the headlines hat trick again over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, it reminded me of a guy I know at work. Yakumakis has a big fan here in the United States. So um, he's making uh, he's making noise worldwide. Um, and it's pretty cool to see getting that move to Celtic. Um, I thought it was a good move at the time. I was getting a little bit worried when he was um, he was injured, I think, and he was yeah. kind of in and out of the lineup. Um, and Posteco Glue was like, you know, keeping him out, then playing him. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I thought he was going to leave, but I'm happy to see that he finally found his stride again and he's scoring. Um, that's going to be huge for us, especially now that we have the international break coming up. We got the new coach. Um, so, yeah, I think it was the perfect time for him to um, hit this form. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. Interestingly enough, because of this second hat trick, there's been rumours that Premier League clubs have also yeah. been looking I've read at that. Yeah. yeah, no one, no one as like specific as far as I'm aware. But you know, I, I hope that if a if a team does come in for him in the summer, maybe next summer, if they want to wait a bit longer, they he chooses the right place because you don't want to end up like well, sadly, like what's happened with Yanulis and Ziolis, where you're just kind of not in the team and you're in a relegation team. So. Cel- the, the good thing for, for him, I guess, is Celtic don't sell players cheap. Um, and he signed, no. was it a four or five year deal? He signed a long-term yeah, deal. So. so if they sell him, they're going to sell him for big bucks. Um, where's he going to go to one of the top half? He's not going to go no, to one of the big so. not, yeah. not even top half. I don't think. The big best, sides, not maybe. even. Yeah, you know, at like best. What, yeah. A, a Newcastle probably aren't going to go nah, for him nah. because they're going to go for oh, Benzema oh, and all oh, that oh, kind oh, of oh, stuff. Yeah. Maybe like a, a Southampton. Palace have a lot of strikers. Yeah. Um, West Ham. They're a, they're nah. a low. They're a low yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Packers <laughs> will love that. Man. They need a striker. They do. That maybe. But we need like Um, you know. It, it, I think he should stay Celtic and just establish oh, for at least next there. season. At least next I season. I agree. Well. For another full yeah. season, I think yeah. he should yeah. stay. It would be I mean, Matt, You know, Matt Man City need a striker as well. You know, it save would... a lot of money on getting Haaland. Just get Yakumakis and, 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 and it was interesting. You know, like when he first went there and there was a game, I don't know who it was against, but he missed the penalty. Yeah, um, that's right. Very early I, on. And I just remember the fans were absolutely tearing shreds off him and I could I can remember we're going to lose the if we lose the title to Rangers by two or three points it's all on him and all this kind of shit and I was like geez I've, but now yeah. and this was like I was going on the Celtic page and looking at this kind of stuff but now like we've got we've got a massive 
um, Celtic fan base that are following our Hellas footy account. So shout out to to all the uh, Celtic fans that have jumped on our page as well. Um, and I know a few of them actually retweet our stuff as well. So thank you for that. Um, but he's universally loved. So um, okay, so uh, it was like no, a, okay, I thought it was like a Mandela thing. Because they say they're seeing what we saw. Yeah. He's not scoring. You know, you see a typical striker will score his goals in a typical way, whereas Yakumaki, yeah. they're loving it because it's either a tapping, it's a bomb, it's a penalty, it's a header. He's he's got an array of ways of putting the ball in the back of the net, and and they're coming big, down here as well. People are appreciating it. Yeah, big derby happening in uh, in Sydney later on uh, this year. Um, so we'll see if that, although I'm reading rumors that it might not happen as well because oh, really? might, I don't know. Some um, over there, they're fuming about it. It's some, oh. yeah, who knows? Apparently, someone jumped the gun and released the news before everything was uh, um, confirmed with when the World with, Cup's with, on with the promoters. Yeah, yeah, it was just before the World Cup. So, look, I don't know. Both teams are going to send their strongest squads out, and that's a thing. Well, some players will be missing. You guarantee all the big players yeah. for both clubs aren't yeah. going to come. They're going to take a break from because yeah. it's literally the other side of the yeah. world. So, um, and yeah. as for Yakumakis, that's now twelve goals in twenty-two appearances mm. Killing this season. It. Yeah, killing it, killing so. it, and the timing as I think as Andoni that said it, perfect timing. Yeah, with Ethniki so. and Kuluris is perfect timing as well. That's right. Yeah, with Funtas taken an early uh, release from his contract yeah. going to America. So I don't know when that season starts. Has it started? I'm not it? sure. The MLS? Yeah. Yeah, the MLS is going on now. Yeah. Okay, so Funtas will be possibly then. just slide straight into the team and keep keep going. So does that mean that he'll be here now or does that mean he'll be in the summer? Uh, I apparently, like apparently, no apparently he got an early release and I haven't read the article, but um, he's okay. there now and the club. Are, is it DC United? Or? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was DC United. Yeah, I can try to keep track of him over here. Yeah, so it'll it'll be interesting with him. But look, informed strikers, um, Timikas, beautiful assist yeah. uh, as well. So he's mm-hmm. cup semi. He should play at Wembley now in that FA oh. Cup because they they got they've qualified now for Wem- oh they're playing Man City. Yeah, in the semi. Mm. Um, thanks at all. Like it, I think he know, deserves a, a starting game against Man City at Wembley in the cup because he's played well, again. Like, you know, you know what, what Nico? I could, I could see him playing in the Champions League because they've got Benfica, who you know, very yeah, good probably. side still. But yeah. that's a, that's that's a game that they'll probably he. I could see Klopp yeah. playing Timikas to rest Robertson because they've yeah. got City a couple times that yeah. in April. Who, who, what competition do they want to win the most? The league and the they want to do the quadruple. They're gunning for all four, but I can guarantee if you look at it in a uh, in a systemic kind of way, it's the league and then it's the Champions League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so if I put those two together, I can't see Timmy starting um, in the Champions League. I'm hoping that with a full schedule that uh, he gets, But he as gets, Steve said, Benfica is a weaker opponent than, say, I mean, City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah between the two. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's I just want him to play. But, uh, you know what's oh, going to yeah, happen, and probably no one now. Like Robertson's just going to play all the games, and then Timmy because <laughs> he's going to be on the bench, like like we've seen Klopp do. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. Like all the fans, you read all the Liverpool sites, and all the fans actually wax lyrical about him. But um, and then you get you know, and then he then he sits on the bench for three four games in a row. So. Um, Thanks, so. Elvis. Um, moving on, guys. 
the big news, the ethnic your mother. So that was named. Firstly, any shocks, any shocks to the whatever when you saw the squad? Yeah. Was it was it vastly what you think what you thought would be named? Guys more or less. Yeah. I yeah. thought at least two of the three, say the center backs would have been named. I thought yeah. Siovas would have been named for sure, for example. Well, so Siovas, yeah. so the news was from my understanding that um the issues have been solved with Manolas, but he wasn't chosen. Him and um, uh, what's his what's a part? What's his? No, no, Kudbelis. Oh. Uh, so, Kudbelis, so yeah. Manolas and Kudbelis simply weren't chosen because um, they've had a full schedule. They're tired. They've got an yeah. injury, something like that. So they That's weren't. Well, and and they're friendlies at the end so, of the day. So th- those two guys weren't picked purely on that. Siovas and. Socrates weren't picked because the issues resolving whatever happened with them haven't been resolved. So if I look at that for me, how do we see it? Do we see that um, Socrates is saying until one is resolved, I'm not doing, you know, I'm, I'm backing my mate. I mean, what? I wouldn't pick him anyway. I think he's passed it yeah. now. We, we picked Mitroglu, man. Who would you rather? Well, uh, not Mit- uh, I was thinking Mitoglu because he partnered him the Zavellas. other day. No, we, we picked Savelas. Who do you want on the side? Zavellas. Like, seriously. Yeah. Neither. Yeah, but if you have to choose, you're not choosing Savela. Yeah. The no, neither. Man. I thought and Mavropanos are there. I think they're the way forward. They. Yeah, you can see why Manolas could probably still serve his purpose in there if the issues have been resolved. I wouldn't pick him, but you can see why they would. I think I thought Siovas would have been there. Yeah, look, uh, it's yeah. interesting. I wonder if the issues that he's got with the, with uh, the ethniki are now past the coach, and it's with uh, with or no, with um, the the technical director um, yeah. uh, Fisas, because he was around when it happened. Is yeah. he th- is he thinking is he thinking I got hung out to dry, and you you're being the technical director didn't step in to help? Thanks, so. like it's. Yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's, there's something something amiss there. There's like, a mystery, yeah. And you know how Greeks are. There's always some drama, some small thing turns into a big thing. So you know what? At least at least they haven't just the rumors haven't just been gone yeah. rife. They've just said they're still dealing it, dealing with it. So four exciting yeah. strikers named. Yes. And I hope I hope we yeah, they're they're friendlies, as we said, just experiment. Play two of them at once together. Yep. Who they're do you friendlies. want? Yeah, how do you want to see the lineup? Actually, oh, we'll right. start, and we'll start captain. Who do you reckon is going to captain the side? That's a very good problem. Bacasetas. Do you think it's going to be Bacasetas? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he may yeah. be. Because he's, he's, he's still in form over there. And he is. He's doing he, well. he, does, he probably might not want to change too much from the previous regime. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm glad that Poya has left it open to see if maybe someone is in contention. And Zimikas was one of them, and I think he would be a good captain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Vlakodimos maybe has been yeah, called so as captain as well. He, and like he's done amazing for Benfica this season. He's one of the reasons they got to the quarterfinals against Ajax. So I think he would be in for a shout as well. Yeah. You read my mind, Steve. I was going to um, say Nicolau Gutas got chosen. Nicolau being a young gun there uh, was yeah. killing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Greek invaders as well. If you're listening, your account. What's happened there? 
um, or Paisano if you're half Greek, half Italian, because um, it's not on Twitter anymore. So, um, yeah, jump back on if if you're there because it was a great source of information coming from there. there. A couple of shocks with the squad, uh, Kurfalidis getting picked. I didn't say coming. How about Stafilidis getting picked? <laughs> He was going to be the right back as well. Oh, we <laughs> called he, it, George. We so called I think that. everyone's yeah. called that. I actually feel sorry for him, but it's just like, seriously, man, as soon as like, he's like, the ethnic your mother, you're kryptonite or something. Like, what's going on? Oh, man. Um, the two Norwich boys missed out. Yeah. A shock, a huge shock for me. I well, he called up Filiagopoulos, been... which is what I thought it would happen because he's still having a good season with uh, Sassuolo. Yeah. You'd so. still th- you'd still I thought he was that- going to call all three up, all three left backs up. You still think he should have called them up? Like, if I was in his shoes, like, I'd call them up because they're obviously talented players. Yeah. They obviously should be in the ethnic your mother, um, but they've just had a horrid run at their club because of the club is shit. Um, it's just you get them back in the system and say, listen, guys, you know, you need to in the next six, 12 months, you really need to sort your shit out. Um, but I'm going to put my arm around you um, and get you back into the squad there. Again, friendly. So you can name as many players as you can, as you want there. Um, Buhalakis was even rumored to be a captain. No. I can see him starting in these games. I can see him. Yeah. 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 I mean, Siopis has been killing it as well. I'd like to see Alexandropoulos get more of a run. Alexandropoulos? Okay. You know what? I'm going to say this. I feel like Alexandropoulos still has to prove himself at the the younger level and as well as Bonathanek was before he gets more runs. But you look at the the quality, the Buhalakis, we've seen him before. These are friendlies. Yeah, Kala Buhalakis. uh, I I feel like even Kurbelis is better than him, but Um, uh, I don't want to make up anything. I cause Olympia, I cause debate right now. Oh, Kurbelis is a better player. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's uh, in in the in his prime. Maybe now that he's busted, maybe not, but, um, you know, like for like. George didn't take the bait. Sorry? I said you didn't take the bait. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, you know what? I remember I when, the, the when, when all the, when all the, pff, I know what you're doing. Here. Um, <laughs> what do you think you're the California Colovedo for? <laughs> there we go. When, when Kurbelis was having issues at the club and he was fighting with everyone, I would have taken him at Olympia, of course, in a heart, but, you know, so I'd still have him at the club because I think he's a good player. Hopefully past his injuries for, for his own sake and his career's sake, because he's still got a lot to offer. Um, yeah in the football world. Vrusai in the side. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand that one. Uh, maybe he's seen yeah. Martins has used him as a right back recently and he's kind of done okay. Maybe yeah. that's the logic behind it. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking, do you guys think? No, no. I was just going to say, uh, he's not done a huge amount this season, Vrusai, but again, not the not given the opportunities to do so. Maybe Martins is seeing something we're not. Anyway, but that's silly, Biagos. With what were you going to say, Nico? I'm thinking because maybe it's just going to be a formation. You know, he's named a fair few wingers, mm. wide players. Yeah, he maybe wants to see as many of them as possible. Belgas can do a job out there. Limios yep. is an out and out winger. So is Rousseau. Yep, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting one there. Does that lend itself to a 4-3-3, a 4-4-2? Who knows? Who knows? What, what was the kind of formations he liked playing? Apparently, was it a 4-3-3 that he was kind of interested in doing or...? 
four three three when he was at Ayak, I remember. Yeah. Okay. So it's an interesting one there. Um, George Baldock, the name that never has yeah. disappeared from Greek yeah. football for the last few years. So look, apparently he's back on. Um, well, the, the issues were never like from our information. That the issues with him, there was never an issue with him. Rather than all the Brexit malakias that happened, made something that was going to be a seemingly smooth transition into a bit of a nightmare. Um, but they're looking at him being ready for the ethnic your mother by June. So he's still in his late twenties. Uh, he's a right back. We are struggling for right backs. Could this be, yeah. uh, okay. I guess the question is here has, because it's been talked about for so long, do you think it's going to be one of those deflating moments that he comes in and he's just out of his depth? You know, I was oh. going to ask, he, he's linked with Olympiacos, right? Was he? Ages ago. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, the it, it was a couple of weeks ago they brought it back up again as well because yeah. they I think the English media got wind of, oh, he's going to try and go f- become Greek yeah. again and that means Olympiagos will yeah. automatically and, be linked to him. Matt Darbyshire is going to do another Matt Darbyshire. Um, yeah. I feel I don't like know. he'd be good. I, I feel like he'd be good, especially if he did come to the Greek League and get a little taste of the Greek League first. Um, I think he'd be solid for us. I mean, maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I think I'd like him. I'd like. Uh, he's an out and out right back. He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not a. Um, he's not in his thirties. He's not over it. Um, he looks Greek. But it's just interesting because look, he's playing in a fast-paced, crazy league, you know, and he's and he's doing well for them, um, for his club, who have gone on a bit yeah. of a roll again. They've come out of nowhere. Yeah, so they're back in the top. I think in the top six now. So, um, or there or thereabouts. So, um, it's an interesting one there. Um, uh, Lidatis has been called into the squad for Stafilidis, so that's an, that's another good little uh, call up there. But he's also been named apparently in the under twenty ones, so um, he might get might be in both sides, maybe in the in the senior squad for the uh, for the training and down to the twenty ones. Uh, Saliakas, what's he got to do to get called up? Good question. Yeah, yeah, not much more. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say this. I don't move to one of the bigger clubs. I, and I, don't, I really don't believe that. That's, that's, it shouldn't yeah, but, be the case. But the problem is with that is that the also the thing that could happen there is that it actually kills his career. Yeah, you know, that's as, what I'm saying. As, I, I don't yeah. think that should be the case. Mm. That's my only disappointing thing about this squad. The squad is very – there's a lot of JVS players that I don't think should have been called up for these friendlies um, to be quite honest in there and I would have would have been nice to see some other players come into the um, into the side um, but you know it, it, it's just an interesting one we'll see how it goes okay. now speaking of the devs but well not speaking of the devil but uh, Greg <laughs> Yasu you've made yeah. it hey man I thought I'd make a last minute cameo no thanks for joining in late run in the box well, Listen, we were just talking about the ethnic your mother, um, the actual squad itself. Are you surprised with the uh, squad? I was surprised Tafili this was included. Um, were you surprised was... that he got injured a few days later? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the young kid from Cagliari that was uh, came out of the blue. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm surprised Brusay was included as well. I thought there's other guys more worthy of that position there, like uh, Lazarus Lambro, even Christian Salbanis. Um, 
there's a few other guys uh, who I thought definitely worth worth more of a pick than him. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we're talking about maybe he's, he's, there's a lot of wingers in the side, so could he be looking at playing a very expansive, you know, wing-orientated formation? Um, I hope so. If you've seen some of the things that made us good in the JBS period, it was that. It was being able to um, play on both sides and, and really switch the play over quickly a lot of the time. So that would be a good thing. Speaking – and I want to hammer the bloke. Speaking of uh, – players that didn't get chosen Lazarus did you see did anyone see his uh, little Twitter or social media outburst um, put in the chat and I thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah so yeah. Um, let me see if I can quickly find it here um, he was saying how there's no central attacking midfielder yeah. of the Greek origin has has performed like has got the stats he has. Yes, and um, I, I'm gonna and this is crazy, you know. But I actually I really think we've got we've got an issue in this position. But I don't know if Lazarus is a central attacking nah. midfielder. He's more of a wide man. No, guy's really. delu- the guy's delusional, man. He's 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 old. He's had it. He even looks he even looks old. And yeah, looks okay. old, all right. He, he just he just. Uh, I think he'd be going backwards picking him again in the side. There's no real reason. Yeah. you know. I don't even know the last time he was chosen there. Now, yes, he scored 12 goals, but look, you know what? I don't think by his little outburst, he's going to get himself back into the side anytime soon anyway. Yeah, um, it's not going to like that. Was, yeah, and you know, after all the dramas that we had with JVS, with with all that top of my lucky essay, you'd think these players would learn to keep their mouth shut, but you know, He's learned, uh, he's apparently learned because I've learned to speak openly, you know, so now he's going against it. Um, I don't know how many Greek midfielders have 12 goals this year. So I don't know. I think he's uh, missed the boat there or he's missed the memo or didn't pull me with him. Um, yeah. Anyway, Romania, first up, uh, Friday night in Europe, Saturday morning um, in Australia and Texero in America. Antoni, I think it's Friday afternoon for you guys or something. Yeah, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, so um, it's Saturday for us, the first game morning. So it'd be Friday sometime. Also, it'd be Friday for me. Yeah. What do you think? So lucky. What do you think the? Okay, what do you think we're aiming for? Greg, we'll go with you. Sir. I think just it's just on. to get a feel for the players, see what the formation that he's got in mind, how it's going to work. It's going to be, it's going to be all about that, not so much about the result. It's really about testing the formation that Poyot's got in mind. And seeing which players best suit that. Uh, that's what's purely all about and seeing what these guys can offer. So the guys are, you know, it's going to be good to watch because everyone's going to put their best foot forward. So, um, and, you know, that could also contribute to a win as well. So um, plenty to play for. And I think it's all about that formations, tactics, and player performance. Antoni, what do you want? Yeah, I agree with Greg. Um, I think this is more so of trying to test the waters, see which players work, what kind of system we can start to work with a little bit. Uh, of course, we want to go for a win. Um, now, as long as the result's not too disastrous, I mean, I don't, you know, we're going to see the typical explosions on Twitter if things don't go right. But um, I, I think the results, the results obviously important, but it's getting that experiment a little bit for seeing who works um, and who doesn't in this new squad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nico, did you want to, what are no, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Nah, not the results not important. See, Stephen? Play well, attack well. Yeah, try out new players. I just want to see experimentation, see what kind of style that Poya is trying is going to try and implement early doors. 
um, and you know what what works and what doesn't work and hopefully he actually you know experiments and doesn't play the team that should be playing in the in the competitive games in the friendlies because that's what JVS used to do a lot boys yes they go with experimenting I want to win I don't give a shit I don't care about trying different things they, they can try the different things on the training paddock I, I want us to win we have to win even these friendlies yes we have to win these fr- so I, want, I want top spot in the nation's league we Not have to we, we have to win and we have to start winning now and the, the team needs to get back to that winning mentality um be it a friendly but because again jvs we were having one nil losses and one or draws and jvs was praising the side um i can't cop that we can't have a draw against Romania um, on Friday night. We can't have a draw against Montenegro. We need to win these games because winners, winning builds winning. And, you know, like there's no point saying, you know, even in his first press conference, he came out and he said, I'm here to win. And that's it. Do you do your experimenting on the training paddock? Have like 11 versus 11 games and you can you know, let them kick the shit out of each other there. Romania on Friday night, I think we need to come out of the block strong um, in that game because that will show what the players are buying into this new coach. Um, And then a few days later, Montenegro. Now, I'm assuming we're not going to play the same guys in that game. I mean, Greg, can you see, I can, you know, what do you think? Do you think it'll be the same guys? Do you think it'll be the same formation? I mean, I have my thoughts again, and I (laughs) think. I, I play the same eleven if it means that they're fit and we're going to win. I don't care. But I always, I always think that. But we always see a very similar team. Look, with this, I think Poyet must have certain players in his mind that for him are uh, you know pretty close to definite starters, and there must be a bunch of guys who's, who's sort of been advised and um, you know he, he's putting him in there so he can they can show them what he what they can do. So um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. We, I mean, it makes sense to see two sort of very different lineups. Um, unless his approach is he's got a, a very good idea on a starting 11 and he just wants to fiddle around with that from what he sees in Romania against Montenegro. Uh, personally, I definitely would hope to see uh, two diff- very different uh, you know, experimentation on both games to see what works best. Yeah, look, it's... yeah. Uh, again, I just, want, I just want wins. I don't give a shit who's out there. Um, and I know you... <laughs> Nico, like, do you see... Do you see different formations? Like how like yeah, going across going, the two games going into game. Boyer's head. Do you think he's gonna try one formation in one game and one formation in the other with I do variation of players? Yeah. I do. You do? Like I said before, I hope, yeah, even two two up top we say at some stage in one yeah. of them. Or just for even for a little bit. Yeah, okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I just want to win. I just, I just want to see the ethnic your mother have two one nil wins, ugly wins. I want to see I want to see uh, ugly football with with positive results again. <laughs> give me give me that from ten plus years ago and twenty years ago, and I'll be um, I'll be quite content with uh, um, with that. And it's something to build off as well, you know, like a one nil loss or a one or draw. You know, c- coming away with a draw and a narrow loss in two friendly matches is that for me doesn't build on anything. Um, but if you get at least a win and you play well in one of the other games, or, or you get two wins, even if they're ugly, two wins, at least you, you can you can see something. And um, you know, one Montenegro is almost a barometer to what we've seen in the in the Nations League uh, games and even in the World Cup qualifiers, where it was a game that we thought we'd, we'd win it. 
and always draw. So um, to your point, George, I think that, that's a game that, you know, we, we always expect to win, but we always end up drawing. So that'll be... So who do, you, who do you reckon is um, a harder spot? Who do you reckon is going to be harder, Romania? Romania. Yeah. Romania. Looking at their squads, Romania. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which, uh, where are these games played at, gentlemen? Do we uh, know off the top of our heads? All away. Um, Both away, eh? Both away. Yeah. 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 So first game on Friday is going to be yeah. in Bucharest and the second one is in Montenegro. Okay. So um, let's see. Anyone want to put some predictions? Let's go. Yeah, why not? Nico, why not? Nico Romania. How are we going? Oh, could be any. One or one one. Anthony. Uh, one one zero Greece win. One now. Yeah, Greg. When you lost to Romania. Oh, Greg. Steve. <laughs> I'll go with a draw. I'll go with a one one draw. Uh, I want a one nil. Twenty eight percent win 28 percent position win um Montene- against romania <laughs> yes exactly yeah um montenegro right i'll go win there i'll, yeah. I'll go i'll go one nil there one nil Antoni. i'll tell you what this one is a classic ethnic draw one 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 greg a two nil win two nil steve i'm gonna say two one because they have stefan jobatic and two, one. I'm going one nil win, twenty eight percent possession for Greece again. I just twenty eight percent possession. Come on, Jay. essentially. I look. I'm, I'm being a bit cheeky there, but I, we need to win. I just. I think everything's out the door now. <clears throat> Experimenting, bringing young guys in, and giving them an opportunity. We tried that. We failed. Um, let's just get the wins and then um, see if we can move on from that. Um, Dialo, that's all that is, really. There was nothing yeah, really. Questions? Yeah, we've got plenty of questions. I'm just trying to think with the uh, ethnic your mother. I know Poyet said he spoke to upwards of 40 players in the last few weeks. So I wonder, mm. off the top of your head, do you reckon there's any players besides Lazarus who, you know, at the ripe old age of 45, thinks he can still make the uh, ethnic your mother? But do you think there's any players that he hasn't spoken to? Or do you think. I wonder if he talked to Fed this. Good question. Well, yeah, I mean that's an interesting. I I mean I don't think he spoke to Mitroglu. I was going to say I that. Imagine. That, yeah. that was going to be more. Like... There's no point speaking to him. He's no not chance. Sports. There's no way. Nah, no chance. There's no chance for that happening. Even if you, I think, even if you started playing in these last few games, I think he's just done. Um, what about, uh, Greg's boy Ninis. Ninis. Well, Ninis wants to come back, but I think. Uh... Yeah, he just hasn't. In terms of stats and goals, his stats. It's not enough to grab his attention, I don't think. I mean, he's been playing okay. And he, he off, I still think he can offer something that we don't have in the team in terms of um, the players that we play in midfield these days. But um, that just, it's just not going to happen. It, dep- it was interesting because he started, he, he was dropping back to the number six role, but then he's kind of bouncing between six and 10 and the bench. And um, I think yeah. he's at a good place at his, in club football. And at least he can at the very least, finish his career off on his terms, which, you know, a couple of years ago we didn't see happening. Um, so, yeah. We'll go to the questions, guys. Um, Sebastian Yanakopoulos on um, Instagram, Sebastian underscore dot G. Hey, boys, what are your thoughts on the ethnic call-ups? Any inclusions you were happy with? Um, any that you weren't? I was personally hoping Saliakas would join to fill the right back spot, otherwise pretty happy. Yeah, Sebastian, we spoke about Saliakas. I think it was unlucky not to get a call-up. Um, 
other than that, uh, yeah, look, I think that there's some names that I weren't happy with, and that's uh, the centre-back there, Tavella. Um, uh, the other guy, what's his name? Stafilidis. I mean, he deserved the call-up, I guess, because he's been playing well for his club, but I think we've seen that he's just not cut out for more than probably one game a, a week. Uh, boys, any names that you wish weren't called up or wish were in the side off the top of your head? Uh, like I was saying, I wish Fadzidis got called up. Yeah. Um, and they're disappointed. I'm disappointed to not see Siovas uh, in the uh, in the and, list. And Manolas. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, <nah. laughs> next guy, next guy. Um, boys, anyone want to add to that? Yeah, I was. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, his club form, just from a night perspective, his club form. I was happy we bought him when we did buy him because of his ethnic gear form, but his club form has been poor in terms of marking. And I've said that throughout the podcast through this season. Um, and also Lazarus Rota. I know he's I was going to say Lazarus Rota. He's actually yeah. he's good at going up front, but in defense, when that ball is in the box and he's defending it, uh, hold your breath because um, he can dive in at any moment and give away a stupid penalty. So. When I had him and, and Stafilidis at right back, I just thought, well, our right back, um, it's not. They're not steady um, people that are going to take us uh, forward. Yeah. Rota is good in attack, like I said, but when it comes to defending, he'll, he can give away really silly penalties. And that's why Saliakas, he, he, he's not getting a chance. It's just beyond me. Yeah, okay. Um, another one from uh, Petrakis. Um, Chris Petrakis on Instagram. Do we see young Christo play next to Buchalakis? I'd like to see him play, yeah. Yeah. Steve, Anthony, anyone? Probably, yeah. Um, again, friendly match. So I'd be interested to see how those two work together. I'd be interested to see if he gets any playing, playing time because yeah. we see this type of thing all the time and they, they don't really play. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Look, look, it'll be good. Yeah, it, it, It'll be interesting. Just, just win, boys. Please just win. Um, we'll jump over to Twitter now. We've got a few questions there as well. Uh, where are we here? Okay, so um, Nikolafakis, Nikoli. Um, what formation would you guys like to see in Poirier's first match against Romania? And does he use two different systems? We just answered that question, Nico. Um, actually, we didn't speak about really formations that we'd like to see. I mean, what do you want to see? Go back to you, Greg. Saying just keep. I uh, personally would like to see a four-two-three-one. Um, Who's up front in the four-two-three-one? Yakumakis. Yeah, because Kuluris um, has uh, been on fire as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I find with that formation, we create a lot more. We've done the three-five-two a lot, but um, we have we've we've it just we haven't created with that, and it's been two strikers sort of watching. It's been too involved. Um, I'd like to see something like that. You know, maybe a four-four-two. Um, but I don't think that will happen. Um, I know he might try a four-three-three, so that'll be interesting yep. if he does that. Um, so uh, for for me, four-two-three-one or a four-three-three. Yep, Steve. Yeah, I'm with Greg. Uh, four-two-three-one, four-three-three. Nothing too complicated. Um, no five at the backs. No two at the back. Whatever squares and triangles formations and christmas trees and all that uh, let's just keep it simple i think interestingly um yako Makis plays in a 4-3-3 at celtic um so if we're going to base our attack around him i can see why we've got all these wingers that we've brought in like nickel pointed out before i mean how do you want to say it nickel is there anything like 
was going to say the four three three. Yeah, so he's yeah, more of a vocal, vocal point, right? Like smacking the middle. And off yeah, and if I was to pick one, it would be Yakumakis. Yeah. Okay. Anthony. Yeah. I go, um, four two three one. Yakumakis is my striker, um, and then I know George's favorite player, Bacasetas, right behind him. Oh, I can't that, That's likely, you know, because I was I was going to say in a four two three one or four three three, this player, they're variation. It's a variation of it. Yeah. Who, who that's a weak, it's a real weak spot in midfield there. Who would play yeah, based could, on these balls? It'll be Bacasetas. No, no, I'm saying in, in say the defensive midfield goal. Oh, in the defense. I see. Like in, in a 4-3-3, you're gonna pick at least one, one, say number six. That's it'll be it'll there, be Buchalakis. It'll yeah. be Buchalakis. And then probably Siobis as well. Yeah, see. And then be, one more. Yeah. Not inspiring, really, is it? I mean, Bacasetas' club form has been unreal, so you got yeah. to take you got to take that into account. I just hope he gets utilised correctly. I don't know how they use him in his club. I don't follow the club, um, but I'm always seeing he's he's scoring and doing stuff there. So, um, you know, you got to tap into what's happening at the club form with guys that are on fire and and look to build around that as well. I personally think so. If Yako Marcus is banging goals left, right, and centre, there's no point playing him in a formation that doesn't suit him. Um, and that goes with a lot of players. So, Nico, the more the more I think about it, the more it makes sense as to why we've got a lot of these wingers brought into the yeah. side because I but, can see. Yeah, no, look, I said it earlier again. I'd like to see at some point two two forwards together up front. It would be They're nice. friendlies, yeah. 4 2 2. 4 4 2. 4 2, yeah. Four, four, and you, two. Can, you can All still two. play your wingers there. You know, that'll keep uh, guys like Otto Rahangle happy as well. So. Um, continue on. Mukles, triple one. Anyone doubting Bauk over Marseille? Uh, nope. No yeah, way. I don't doubt him, but it's going to be tough. Greg, you missed out. Ah, on the first it's going time. to be pretty tough. Um, um, they, look, they're a team that finds a way to win, um, so that's that's really good. But doubt is in. Do we are we confident? But Buck's going to go through. Definitely not confident. Um, Marseille's a very good team, and uh, they're a team with a budget, I think, four times of uh, Buck. So um, incredibly hard, and Buck are the outsiders. Oh, 100% to the outsiders. But, um, yeah, look, we'll, we'll talk about it more closer. I don't think anyone's doubting them, but I don't think it's going to be a uh, an easy task for them to progress over two legs. First leg at home. That's a big one there. So, um, Nick, at Red V 11 underscore, what midfield would you like to see against Romania? So, in the first game. Said. Yeah. It's exactly so, what we said. It's a real it, weak spot. Again, yeah, Nick. Um Nick, what formation are we going to play and how are we going to utilise them? So it'll be an interesting one. Um, I just want to say I'd really love to see. I'd want to definitely want to see one game Bacasetas given a chance and the other chance, the other game Mandalos given a chance. I, I, I think that's that's a huge issue we've got in that position. But you got to see what each person can give uh, with the the squad. Again, do you want like going back to if you guys think that we're going to be um, a bit of an experimentation there? You know, does Bacasetas need to prove anything? We know how he plays. Then, you know, is it good to give um, Limni also a, 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 an opportunity or something? Like, it's, it's a difficult one for me. In that it, it all depends. If we if it is 4-3-3, three, three, is there, there's no really out-and-out out number 10 in that, depending on, is it three number eights you sort of play? Can Bacasetas do that job? It's a, it's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, and that's, that, that's where... 
Do you play it, one number six and two? Because is, is there is there, the a, is there a national number ten in the side? Like a, a natural, no, one? not a proper old exactly team. like like a Fortunis. There's oh, I can't see any of them there. So yeah, it, Nick, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Nick, uh, well, Red V eleven um, underscore and is, that, is that a dot as well? Underscore plus a dot. Poor, oh, what a what a handle there. How are people <laughs> going to find you with that? At red v eleven underscore dot. Okay, I so, like the red v part. Yeah, give a uh, red v eleven underscore dot a follow, guys, and uh, <laughs> emphasize the dot there. Thanks for the question, there, Nick. Um, last question from Ayas at Ayandel. Where is Vasiliadis? Good question. Germany. In Germany. Germany. <laughs> That's where he is. Technically, he's in Belfield. Um, yeah. Besides, besides Germany, do you think he's? Um, do you think he was one of the forty that was co- contacted? I'd like to think so. Yeah. Who wrote? Yeah, some, some, I think it was Elaine. Someone wrote something that like, "I'm wise and Vasiliadis called up because he's a red. He's a redhead. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Was that Elaine? Yeah, well, with his sense of humor. Yeah, it's probably like at about three or four in the morning as well after a few glasses of champagne. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope he was one of the 40 players contacted by the coach. Um, again, just because he's, we've got cover in that position, um, but, you know, you can never have enough cover and you can never have options there. So at least make these players feel feel welcome and feel part of something that's growing. And he's still young. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how we progress forward there. Gents, final words. One tiny, tiny side note. Yeah. Um, and this is tiny because we're talking about Cyprus very briefly. Oh, they you play can talk, you can talk their, about Cyprus all you like, man. They play um, their relegation playoff for the nations league against estonia um it's two legs the first one's thursday the next one's on tuesday um in europe um, terms of europe um and it's kind of important for greece anyway because that will decide who one one of the teams they play in the nations league and judging by how cyprus performed in the qualifiers for the world cup i can almost guarantee it's going to be estonia who will qualify for the nations league group against greece because cyprus are poo so you're not giving them any chance I would love to, or but judging from yeah. what I saw, George, against the likes of Malta, Azerbaijan, uh, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. But I would love it. I would love it if they, if they, um, well. if they did get through. But it's going to be tough. There's two legs, so there's every chance. The well, second leg in in Lefkosia, so we'll see. Good luck to our Cypriot brethren. Um, you know, we can only hope that they win as well and they get their uh, European campaign up and running just like the ethnic um yeah it's just good for all greeks around the world to see um a competitive greece and a competitive cyprus um kicking about and good for greek football as well and cypriot football well greeks as a whole there greg i'm going to give you a few words mate um before we start wrapping things up on your beloved aic and their one nil loss at home I was actually going to chime in and say something. I don't know if anyone saw the, the other goal that we gifted Bulk in this game and how that was gifted, but um, uh, that's just incredible. Mohamadi, the, the left back, all the defenders were up, putting the Bulk guys offside, and he's, he runs back, puts him onside, put the play, they play the ball through, and then he runs trying to act like he's offside, and that gives Bulk the one-year win. Um, that's just unbelievable. Like, 
unbelievable, unbelievable. Like I've talked about our poor defense, but that's just another nail in the coffin. Just amateur stuff. You don't even see a uh, well, you do see that part football, but you shouldn't be seeing that at a professional level. Just unbelievable. Um, and attack after attack, couldn't put a decent cross in. Are you um, are you genuinely concerned that you're going to lose third spot? Yeah, I think we will. We, we, we're struggling to score now and our defence is just a joke. So uh, I think Aris and Panathinaikos are going to probably overtake us. We've yeah. got Olympiakos next year. Both. We're not going to win that game. Both, both will overtake you both. Yeah, I think so. Wow, wow. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Aris is going to overtake us. I think Aris is um, under the new coach. I mean, they went backward against Panathinaikos, um, but they were good against Olympiakos. Uh, so I think we're, we're pretty ordinary, man. I think we're going to maybe win a Pasiannan again, but against the other guys, maybe Panathinaikos at home. Um, I just this defense is just atrocious. We keep gifting goals away. It's just, it's really bad. It, it, we we're talking about. I made the point um, sacking your coach and not replacing him yeah. is probably hurting his guys as well. Like if you're going to sack someone, you need to like Ari sacked someone and then they went and got this German Burgos guy and everyone thought, what the hell? But he's actually reinvented the side. He's um, done great. Yeah. So, we've, we've regressed. Uh, our, yeah, our attack and, has um, gotten worse. And that's that was the concern. It's like, if you're going to get rid of him, you'd think that the coach had someone in mind to bring in straight away. Um, but putting the uh, B, B coach in there is... And he wasn't doing... He was. He started off really well, but... All the, was, all, um, all the big clubs in the B League, all the B, big B League teams started off well, and they've kind of all died in the ass as well. Terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah they're all poor. they're all poor. They're all poor. So, I mean, it's good, I guess, for the players to get the get the uh, experience. But I think there's a few egos in all the sides there that probably think they shouldn't be playing in the B team, and that's probably hindering a lot of the results um, for the four clubs in the B team there. So. Anyway, Greg, I hope your team goes well, mate. There's a there's a nice little break coming up for all the clubs, and so Olympiacos can do with the break as well. So because um, we're not firing on all cylinders, but um, we'll see. Anyway, gents uh, and guys, thanks for jumping on. Everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to have a huge show next week um, yeah. covering all the um, ethnic eel mother matches. So um, yeah, look, can't wait. Um, Again, you know, let's hope the ethnic your mother, you know, kicks some goals here. Let's hope the Cypriots kick some goals here. Let's hope we can have a massive positive uh, show next week with uh, two one nil wins. Yeah, our, our next episode will be right after the second friendly. That's right. So, um, yeah, guys, um, we'll see if we can do some live tweeting on the games there. Hopefully, um, you know, we'll be able to do that. Me personally, I hate Twitter when I'm watching football matches. So, um, Rugby league, for whatever reason, I can be on Twitter, but uh, football matches, Greek football, I, I can't stand Twitter. I can't stand social media, so I won't, be on, I won't be on social media, but um, hopefully someone jumps on and does a few, bit of live tweeting, but we want to interact with everyone as much as possible. Thank you for listening. Thanks for helping us grow the show. Again, pass it on to your friends, family, any Greeks, even if they're a quarter Greek and they, you know, once picked up a three-leaf clove off the ground and whatever, and they became... Even non-Greeks. Even non-Greeks. Even non-Greeks, yeah. We've got heaps of non-Greeks. Our, our game is very fascinating. We've got a, we've got a lot Greek of Scottish football. fans uh, that listen, Celtic fans that listen to our podcast, so thank you. Um, thank you for guys listening. Um, 
yeah, Greek football, it's a wonderful thing, um, especially when you're invested in it. So um, Never a dull moment. It is yeah. never dull. Even when it's on, when it, yeah. even when it's on fire, um, it's still bringing some uh, entertainment uh, to the world of uh, football. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day, night, afternoon. Uh, Tony, thanks for staying up. You're a champion and hope to see you again next week in the post, uh, post-mortem of the ethnic your mother. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. All right, bye-bye.